Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 40, a new look at sleepless nights with Jen Lucas. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Changeable. On today's episode, I'm sharing a conversation that I had with Jen Lucas, who um, is a a really warm and wise woman um, who lives in Virginia, has shared this understanding off and on in various ways for quite a few years. And the way that I came across Jen was that I had heard another podcast, I believe, or something she had done around um, her experience with insomnia. And it was pretty amazing. (laughs) Jen uh, struggled with insomnia in really big ways for quite a while. And I really loved what I heard because, you know, insomnia is no different than any other thing we're up against where it looks like if I could just sleep, if I could just break this habit, if I just didn't have this anxious feeling, if I just wasn't depressed, if my relationship or job or whatever got on track, then I'd be okay. And I think sometimes with the physical stuff, you know, like insomnia, physical issues, man, that really, really, really looks true. It really looks true with everything I listed, but, you know, it can really look true there. And our mind just goes to work with, yeah, but I can't focus and I feel horrible and just all the stuff that comes from that. And, you know, I just talked to so many people that are that are dealing with that, trying to see their way out of that. And I really, really love the way that Jen shared when I first heard her several years ago. So, it just kind of popped in my mind long ago, actually, you know, I'm going to do an episode at some point about insomnia and she's the one I'll ask to speak to it. And, you know, we spoke a couple of weeks ago when we recorded this, it was really awesome because it it's really deep conversation and really, really simple. And Jen even said, after we turned the recording off and we're just chatting a bit, she said, I think that's the shortest, simplest, most to-the-point conversation about insomnia that I've ever had because, as she said, she's seeing it more and more simply as time goes on. And, you know, the thing that I want you to listen for, if you have trouble sleeping, if you have any kind of physical or health issues, you're going to be listening, understandably, for, okay, what did she see and how do I replicate that in myself, right? That's just kind of where our mind goes. But I really want you to hear that part of what Jen's really saying and what she really saw is that she didn't have insomnia. She had trouble sleeping. She didn't sleep well for a long time. But There was a shift in there for her where it looked like I'm a person with insomnia and then that loosened and then that looked a bit different. And so in that way, this conversation is for everyone as all of these are really, but you know, it has nothing to do with sleep. It's so much bigger than that. And I just love how she shares it in a really deep and simple way, in a way that again, can apply to all of us because she kind of kind of just her mind let her go. She loosened a bit around her expectations and her thoughts and the labels. And that's when things really kind of started to shift a bit for her. So 
enjoy this conversation. I know you will. Jen's awesome and just speaks with such clarity and wisdom. So enjoy. Hi, Jen. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, thanks. I'm glad to do it. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, As I was telling you earlier, uh, this topic of insomnia is such a huge one for so many people. Um, Me too at times, although, but I know there's so many people out there that really just have chronic long-standing issues with it. And, you know, it's one of those things that um, everything is just harder in life when we aren't feeling well or sleeping well. Um, So I'm, I'm really... I'm really happy to hear. I know you have a, a bit of a history with this and yeah. a nice success story from what I've heard. Um, so yeah, so I'm really happy to, to have you here to chat about it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, so maybe let's just kick it off with like, how, how was it for you? Like, what was your experience when it was bad? Yeah. So for me, probably the first thing I remember... Um, in my adult life is that, you know, around when I was 25, I remember learning from somebody that um, the fact that I would take about 20 minutes to fall asleep a lot of the time was a long time was news to me. And I didn't consider myself to have insomnia or have trouble sleeping. Then I just like, that was no big deal to me to lay awake for 20 minutes. So that was the first time I sort of became aware that sleep was something that people paid attention to. If that makes sense. Yeah. And then it was several years later that I, I started really struggling and um, I had a this shift where I really, um, like it was a side effect from a medication I took. Um, and, and then I just found myself sort of stuck in this routine of on and off insomnia. Um, and for the first few years, there was definitely on and off. Um, and then it became like legitimately this thing that, I was a person with insomnia who struggled with sleep and I got to the point where um, I needed to take a prescription medication and I saw a psychiatrist for that and I had a also a therapist that I went to on a regular basis and and then it got bad enough that I took two medications and um, and probably just to give people an idea of the scale um, well first of all I was willing to take medication some people are not okay with that and they just suffer through. For me, I was like, I cannot even take it because it was so little sleep that I could get, you know, like two or three hours that when you would pile that on for several days in a row, I just felt like I literally couldn't function. I just felt so awful that I was happy to have the hope of a medication that would help me sleep, right? So... When it got to its worst, I was taking two medications and the dosage of one of them was so high that my therapist couldn't hide her shock and was like visibly shocked at the dosage that she had never heard of somebody on that high of a dosage. And she said things like, and you're not groggy during the day? Like she was just, you could see she was completely confounded by it. And on the one hand, I was like, did they teach you how to be a therapist and talk nicely to people and not make you feel like a freak? <laughs> and then I'm like, this isn't helping. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I don't need to feel like more of a freak. Um, but on the other hand, I definitely, most of me felt like, don't talk to me like a freak. But there was also the part of me that really heard like, wow, okay, this is extreme, you know? And there was nothing I didn't, I didn't feel like I could do anything about that. 
but I definitely took that in. Like nobody else takes this much medication. Um, So I went on like that for a while. um, And I had sort of like a mini breakthrough at one point that allowed me to stop taking sleep medications um, and so that I could get pregnant because I couldn't take those, those medications and be pregnant. And so I was able to be off of medications for close to two years. Um, and then it started back up again. And I was right back where I was before. And I was kind of like, see, that wasn't it. It didn't fix anything. And I really, then it was just years and years and years again. And so that total kind of from start to when it really completely stopped was about 14 years that I struggled um, with insomnia. And it was, like I said, at the beginning was that on and off. Um, And then I had that break when I got pregnant and had a baby. But for the most part, I was on one or two medications. I mean, probably for at least eight years. Um, And... Yeah. And then I wasn't. (laughs) What allowed for that break? Like what, you know, what was that about? Well, first of all, first of all, I kind of want to give a disclaimer, like who knows, you know, I know you know this, like I'm going to tell some story now and just I want people to know who are listening. Who knows? I am making this up, but I'll tell you what it looked like to me and, and what it still looks like somewhat. And, you know, please take it with a grain of salt and know that this isn't like your answer for those of you who are listening. Um, so for me, I, um, I had a mentor in the three principles community and I was learning about just the nature of being human and the nature of thought. And I'd been in this mentoring relationship and in this conversation and exploration for about six months. And after about three or four months, I knew there probably was something I could learn that would relate to my insomnia that would help me. But I was just too chicken to even bring it up. So I didn't bring it up for a while. And then eventually I got to the point where I was like, oh, what the heck, you know, and I started talking about it. Turns out my mentor had the same issue and was shocked we hadn't even talked about it yet. And we just had a conversation about how um, insomnia really isn't who we are. And I don't remember that conversation, but I can tell you some of what I've seen which is just that I know now that I really thought that insomnia was part of my nature and something that I had to figure out a way to fix or cope with. And as soon as I saw that it wasn't actually part of my nature and that I, that I was just thinking that it was, um, then it just created an opening for me. But what's funny is because I was in this routine of taking medication every night. At this point, I was just taking one medication. I wasn't taking that second one of the mega dose that my therapist freaked out about. I was just taking one, but I would take it every night. I wouldn't even try to go to sleep on my own. It was just part of my routine. Yeah. So what happened after I had this conversation with my mentor, Jean Catherine, was that one night I fell asleep by accident without taking my medicine. (laughs) And then I woke up about 15 minutes later and actually thought to myself, should I take my medicine? And then I laughed and just went back to sleep. And I slept for eight hours. Wow. And then, yeah. And then for like three weeks, I slept great. And then I had a couple days where I didn't sleep well and I completely freaked out. 
And then I saw just more about it after that. I just saw that sleeping or not sleeping or, you know, I, I sort of turned it from I'm an insomniac to I'm a good sleeper, right? And I was really focused on the idea of, oh my gosh, now I sleep great. And so when that changed, it was sort of the same thing all over again, you know, um, just me bumping up against this idea that that could be who I am. Oh, I love that because that's so universal, Mm -hmm. like in that sort of thing, the way our mind just kind of lets go of something and we find some relief, but then because our mind just wants to be so active and in there, it'll just grab the other side of it. (laughs) I see that all the time within me too, with people with habits and addictions, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm free. I'm never, ever, ever going to do that again. You know, and it's like, oh, wouldn't that be awesome? But no, that's, that's thinking on the other side. So, and then, and then, you know, and we're making this up, of course, but like, and then it feels like it, we just kind of find our way. Like we see even through that swing in the opposite direction. Oh no, it doesn't mean like I, you had some insights that you're not insomnia. And then you had some thoughts that, oh, I'll never have insomnia again. And then, and then all of that kind of starts to fall away, if that makes sense. Well, for me, that is absolutely true. Like it sort of all fell away. And so now there are... I mean, that was, how many years ago was that? That was over six years ago. So it's been a while and I've had a lot of time to really experience the full range of what it is to be human and have this inner, have this relationship with sleeping and waking. And what I've found is that all of it's available, right? So I can have times where I have a hard time sleeping um, and then I fall asleep and I sleep well throughout the night. I can have times where I fall asleep right away and then I wake up 18 times. Um, I, I actually just started having uh, the beginning, like perimenopause. I started having some hot flashes. And so I wake up more often in the night. But the, the thing that I remember is just that that's not like a new thing. It's not a permanent thing. I, it's, it's much easier. And maybe I can say, I'm sh- sh- totally feel like I'm making this up, but I, I feel like because of that sort of the extremity of the situation I had with insomnia and waking up from it and going completely to the other extreme, that I have this ability to be a little bit onto myself. So whenever I sort of go to a place of thinking that something about sleep is my new thing and is who I am, I'm pretty quick to see that I am making that up. Um, So it's the same with starting having hot flashes, waking up a lot. I'm really... I just don't go to the place of, oh gosh, I guess this is going to be forever and how am I going to manage this and what should I do to cope with it? I just don't go there. And I, um, for me, it just sort of looks like all of it is part of being human and none of it is who I really am. And so it's not really worth wrestling with. And I even like, initially I was like, well, I'm never going to take sleep medication again, but you know what? That was not true. I took a flight over to London and I was like, gosh, it'd be really nice if I could sleep on this flight. I think I'm just going to take a tiny bit of the sleep medication so I can just sleep sitting up. 
And that, that looked like a great idea to me. So I yeah. did that, you know, so I didn't have to have some rules about, I mean, kind of like an alcoholic might say, I'm never going to drink again, but then could decide to, you know, have a glass of wine at some event because they feel like it. And I guess I'm just pointing to there. It's not as if rules exist. There is some formula for everything to work out and, and make something stick. We're just living life and making choices and yeah. going forward and doing the best that we can. And yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. And it's, you know, I think it can look like um, freedom is a full night's sleep. <laughs> but, but what I hear you saying is almost like, no, I mean, there's a, there's a bigger freedom to be had because we're not in charge of a full night's sleep or again, whatever, never feeling a craving again or never having anxiety again or whatever. Like that's not up to us. But, but the bigger freedom is almost just in what you're saying of like, just, just letting life show up the way she wants to show up moment to moment and having a greater ease with that, no matter how that looks. Well, yeah, because I feel like the suffering that we have comes when we're bumping up against um, this notion that that we have a separate self, that that exists and is something that's definable. I mean, even though I say things like, oh, you know, I'm the kind of person who I like to really figure out problems. And if there's like a logic puzzle, I like that. And, you know, I'm, I really like to be around people. I'm an extrovert or whatever. Even though I say that, yeah, I don't really believe that. Yeah. You know, I know that that's not my true nature and who I am, you know. And so, uh, but it, it's okay with me now. It didn't used to be, but it's okay now for me to just say things about myself that I know aren't really, really true because who cares? <laughs> just yeah. sort of like, doesn't really matter. I, I, I get it when I'm really, when I'm remembering the nature that our true nature, all of us, when I'm remembering that, I know that none of that's really real, Yeah. but it's also fine to just have those many moments where we think we are a separate self and yeah. put names and labels on that. That's okay. Like I don't, I no longer am trying to convince myself that I should live in some world where I'm kind of ohm and, you know, I see, want to see my true nature as it is all the time. I just, I guess at some point I thought that was really possible. And now I'm just sort of like, well, I don't really care. That looks like too much effort. And just knowing that I can't mess up my true nature, uh, you know, I don't even want to finish that sentence because it just seems like too much, you know, like if I say, oh, that helps me or whatever, I don't know what helps me. I mean, do I need any help? I don't think so. I mean, that's a, you know, I can't mess up my true nature period. <laughs> that's it, right? That's awesome. I love that. And I love what you're saying. It's like, if like a feeling kind of shows us something, you know, like to talk, to be at a party and talk about, I'm the kind of person who that's fun. That's that feels normal. It's light. There's nothing on it. Right. But to be sitting there thinking I'm an insomniac, I have this problem, you know? So it just is such a good reminder that, 
there's a, there's a different feeling when we do that. It's not, it's not a rule like you're saying, oh, don't ever think of yourself this way or get to some other place, but just kind of notice that. And that, that's such a theme in your story, even from, like you said, in your, in your 20s, I think it was like having someone say, oh, you know, 20 minutes to fall asleep is a long time. You know, like it just never occurred to you and then it was a thing, you know, and then it becomes a thing and then we think about the thing and... So I love that, that kind of just the thingness of it and the, the, the genness of it sort of just falling away and being a little more fluid. Yeah. And I, that's such, such good points. And I mean, I guess the thing, like if, if listeners went away with, with, you know, anything just to, I just want to point out that insomnia isn't who anyone is insomnia is just the word we use to describe not sleeping but it it doesn't it doesn't actually exist as a thing that goes into the future and and you don't have to nobody has to convince themselves of that I'm just sitting here saying that's really true it's not who we're built to be I mean you can look around at the world right? And see how spring comes around every year. I mean, where I am, spring is definitely springing. And, you know, there are flowers and leaves coming out on trees. And that's just happening, right? That's just, that's just built in. And to me, I think of insomnia as, I think of sleep as the same thing, right? Sleep is built in. We we are able to sleep because that's required in order for us to have life. So we don't have to do anything about it in particular. Um, we're just wired for sleep in the same way that the trees are wired to bloom and grow their leaves every year. And that's to know that I'm not my insomnia and that nobody can have that as their true nature to me is a, is a, just a pointing to, Oh, okay. That's really true. Right. Of course. And then there's really nothing else you have to do about that because once you see, Oh, insomnia is not who I am, then there's more that will just unfold in life because you're not, sort of looking in the wrong direction, trying to solve something within the realm of the personal self, which doesn't exist. Yeah. I love that. I don't even want to, the only thing I'll add, I'm not going to add anything to what you said, but I just want everyone listening to know we're talking about insomnia and in what, in what Jen just said, I mean, you could substitute everything, right? Anxiety, depression, addiction, habits, all of it, all of it. So I love it. That's awesome. Thank you so much for this conversation, Jen. Absolutely. My pleasure. Yeah, it's great to talk with you. 